This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Lightning tonight here in Tampa. A new Capitals rink report airs this morning on Monumental and Tarek Al-Bashir here to discuss the show and the road trip down south. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, February 22nd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Coming to you this morning from downtown Tampa. It's another near must-win game tonight for the Capitals. A date with the Tampa Bay Lightning at Amelie Arena. Spencer Carberry's team wakes up this morning six points back of the eighth and final playoff spot in the East with 58 points. The Lightning currently holding the first wild card spot with 65, one point ahead of the eighth place Detroit. Washington will not have defensive stalwart Nick Dowd on this trip. Out with an upper body injury, he suffered Tuesday against New Jersey, officially listed by the team as day-to-day. The Capitals announced yesterday morning the recall of Pierrick Dubé from Hershey, 24 goals in 50 games this season for Dubé with the Bears. He's expected to play wing tonight as Alexei Protus moves to center. Coming up this morning at 10 a.m., we're back on Monumental Sports Network with our latest edition of the Capitals Rink Report. Dylan Strom will be our guest today. We'll also talk Connor McMichael, TJ Oshie, Alex Ovechkin turning back the clock the last couple of weeks, and here to chat about all of it and the Sunshine State road trip, my TV co-host, Tarek El-Bashir. Well, Tarek, we managed to do a little bit more television and nobody got hurt in the process, so that's always a good thing. Uh, This, for us, has been a lot of fun. We covered a lot of ground this week and a lot of folks, hopefully they tune in here today at 10 a.m. for the debut. But on the show, we talk a lot about the New Jersey game and a lot of the things that went right, and Connor McMichael is a big piece of that. A guy who comes up with his first multi-goal game, the second goal, one of the prettiest scored by any capital this season, and now they hope that that line can continue to provide offense as they head to Florida. Yeah, Connor has been great and you know it probably has come after his lowest moment you know that mistake he made in the Vancouver game the turnover that led to the goal against I think there were some people wondering how a young man was going to bounce back from that I don't think anyone was wondering if that was going to be you know like it's going to sink his season or anything but sometimes it takes a while to get over stuff like that and all he's done since that mistake is be the best version of Connor McMichael I mean he has been outstanding since that game and you're right the goal he scored against the New Jersey Devils I mean he did it all I mean he stole the puck he toe-dragged a guy at the top of the zone, toe-dragged another guy in the circle, and then made a great move around the goaltender. I didn't see if that made sports center, but it probably should have. And, you know, he was pretty matter-of-fact about it afterwards. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I saw an opening. The, the goalie was a little far out of his net, so I, it's always nice to score and help the boys win. So getting him on track is a big deal because he's an important piece of where this team is going. Starting to play in all situations now. He's playing on the power play. He's playing on the penalty kill. He's playing in the top six. So it's just nice to see his development. It's just it's so important for this organization to get him playing at a high level. There's no question. And one thing that we are going to have to keep an eye out for as the Caps take on Tampa and Florida coming up on the weekend and a game on Saturday, the lines are almost certainly going to have to change, at least in the short term, because when you lose Nick Dowd after he left the game, didn't finish against New Jersey, the recall of Pierre Dubé, we'll see where he ends up. But down the middle, things get interesting. We could see Alexei Protus in the middle. We may see different configurations up and 
and down we haven't seen in terms of where the center slot in. Going to be a little bit of a challenge for Spencer Carberry for at least the Tampa game, if not for the whole trip. Yeah, and losing Nick Dowd is, is a big blow. I mean, the guy does everything for this team, particularly from a defensive standpoint. Whatever line he is playing on, he is taking the D-zone draws. He is drawing the toughest matchup. He's playing the other team's best forwards. You know, he's a good face-off guy. He's a top penalty killer. Like, he just does so much for this team. And, and he's still able to chip in um, offensively. So they're going to have to scramble things around and try to make do. And, you know, just kind of thinking about the lines right now in my head, I mean, you almost have to move Protus to the middle, and then Dubé is going to be on the wing. And, you know, Dubé is the leading scorer down in Hershey. Do you really want him playing on the fourth line? You're probably going to put him higher in the lineup. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the boys line up in Tampa. And that's the hope that sooner rather than later, especially given what's coming up. Yes, you have Tampa in the game for today, and then you've got the game in Florida on Saturday. But once you come home, you have a home game with Ottawa. That is an Ottawa win game. See what must I win, John. Yeah, that's a must win must game. Period, so you, period. you've got to have that one. And then a very tough back-to-back. -to -back. And oh, by the way, when you get to Detroit, that is going to be the biggest game of your season. Guess who you're chasing right now for the eight spot, Detroit. You're going to get them two more times. This is one, both in their building. So however it shakes down, when Ferrari comes back, he's not going to probably see any of those, unfortunately. And that's tremendously unfortunate. But the Capitals did a great job without him of banding together and limiting chances for Jack Hughes in New Jersey. And I feel like there's a little bit of a blueprint there, even though you're not 100%, to be able to say, okay, we can do this with the crew that we have. you got to beat the teams that are behind you in the standings. you got to beat the teams that are immediately ahead of you in the standings. I mean, the Capitals are facing an uphill battle here, John. I mean, I don't really like the term must win when there's still a lot of time left in the season, but that's kind of where they are right now. There are going to be some losses, but if this team wants to get into the the playoffs, they're going to have to do something they haven't done all year, which is string together a very long winning streak at some point. You know, they're going to have to go seven of eight. 9 of 11. Like, they're going to need that type of run. Uh, you know, the thing that I find heartening, and I think Capitals fans should also find encouraging, is the fact that it does seem like under pressure here, they have kind of found their game. Right? They were outstanding in Montreal. That's a tough building to win. I know that team's behind you in the standings. That's a tough place to play on a Saturday night. Hockey night in Canada. Hockey night in Canada. That's, that's a big deal. And then to come back and beat a New Jersey team that's kind of right in your vicinity. A lot of speed. A lot of young players. So, I find that very encouraging. Hopefully they're able to take that momentum with them down to down to Florida. They got to beat Tampa. They probably need to beat Florida, but if they don't, then that just means they're going to have to pick up another game that maybe is going to be a tough win at some point in the next couple of weeks. I mean, they're in tough right now, but I think they have the right guys to do it, and they're playing well right now. Charlie Lindgren was terrific in the game against New Jersey, and I don't think I'd be too surprised to see the Capitals come back with him in the Tampa game just because he, more often than not, has given them the best chance to win. Now, take nothing away from what Darcy Kemper's done recently. He got the win in Montreal, and he played well there too. But you're going to need both guys. You're certainly going to need both guys when you got the back-to-back -back early next week, home against Ottawa in Detroit. But Charlie Lindgren, I figure, is going to get a lot of these. And by the time that if he goes maybe all but one of these, if Darcy gets a back-to-back -back and Charlie Charlie does both games in Florida. He could. I'm just guessing. You're pretty much 50-50 for the season now. you got like 28-29 games for one, 28-29 games for the other. That's a vast departure from what this was last year, that Charlie's pretty much gotten half the starts. You know, Charlie deserves it. He came in at the start of the year, had some injury issues, but once those injury issues were out of the way, he's been one of the Capitals' best players. There's, there's no way around that. Uh, he's been one of their best players. Darcy Kemper has been more up and down. That said, he has come up big on a number of occasions. He 
has single-handedly won some games for this team, too. A little more inconsistency in there. But look, you look around the league, John, there aren't that many teams that have that number one, number one, and then a number two, number two. It's There's a little bit of that blurring of the line. It's getting more 60-40. The, the analytics are showing that goaltenders aren't nearly as good when they aren't, as fre when they aren't fresh, when they're coming off a, a game the previous night. We don't see guys going back-to-back. -back. I mean, John, we've been doing this a long time. There was a time not that long ago where Henrik Lundqvist played every game for the Rangers. Like, just just played. I, uh, you know, Patrick Waugh, they just played. And so it's different now. And so I think it's a bonus. It's a very good thing for the Capitals to have Charlie Lindgren playing at the high level that he's playing right now. And Darcy Kemper also, while being a little more inconsistent, he's still getting the job done more often than not. Last one for you. Mike Scarbosa was on the show with us here yesterday and a little bit of an underrated part of the New Jersey game. He gets his first goal in the NHL since 2021. Grateful for the opportunity. He's played well. He's getting in on the forecheck. He's making with Sonny Milano the other night. They did a lot of good things in trying to pressure the Devils' defense. You're going to need more of that against Tampa Bay. For a guy that didn't think he was going to get another NHL shot, this is a nice extended run for him, and I like the job that he's done here. Speed. He brings speed. He's a good skater. This is one of the slower teams in the league. And when you add Mike Scarbosa into the mix, you just got 5-10% faster. And that matters. I mean, there were times in that New Jersey game, and you mentioned it, he got in on the forecheck where he surprised defensemen because he closed that gap real quick and forced a turnover or got his puck on a, on a clearing pass. Those little things, they add up. And, you know, 31 years old, I mean, he's no spring chicken. And so I'm sure he's savoring this moment. He's got to just every morning wake up in the hotel going, I'm back in the NHL. I mean, because like you said, I mean, there was a time there where he didn't know if he was going to get another opportunity and some of that was his own making his own doing because he could have gone to Anaheim or some other place you know where maybe uh, you know they have a weaker lineup and he could have played that said he kept coming back to this organization because he likes to win he's very comfortable in this organization he's been here a long time you know he knows that he's going to spend the majority of his time in the AHL and then Hershey's a pretty great place to play. So kudos to him for being loyal to the organization. And I think the organization is reciprocating a little bit by giving him this extended look and this extended opportunity to play at the NHL level. Well, Tarek, we'll keep trying to make television magic the best we can. The show debuts at 10 o'clock this morning. Thanks for this. Yeah, man. Thanks to Tarek for the time here. And again, catch our latest edition of the Capitals Rink Report at 10 this morning on Monumental Sports Network. It's the Capitals and the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at 7 Eastern, 645 airtime on 106.7 The Fan. And always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Thursday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.